Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my other pod sister, Nora, of the Reality Is Pod. Welcome. Hi. 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 Um, we have a... This is a little bonus epi today because a lot of you were asking... I've been wanting to really take to the mic here on this topic, and we will be talking about the entire season three of Love is Blind. Mm. God's wait. gift to our eyeballs, I think. The way you said a lot of you are asking was like, you know, like influencers are like, a lot of you have been asking about my skincare routine. No, like, we've just got a lot of, we did get a lot I of know, DMs I'm from people being like, I will, because I, I gave a couple of thoughts a couple of weeks ago and people were like, you need to do more Love is Blind. Like we are obsessed. Yeah. 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 I love it. And I mean, I kind of think it's maybe the best reality show on right now. Mm-hmm. It is. It's breaking the mold. There's conversations being had there that aren't being had other places, like about things like abortion. Yeah. Yeah. That's not being had on any reality program. No. There is uh, desperate, awful human beings trying to come off redeemably on camera. Um, People going on gondola rides in the middle of Dallas for Earth Metroplex. I mean, what else can you ask for? It is (laughs) like... You know, so I, I was watching and loving and then I realized like this is what drew people in with like The Bachelor and Bachelorette because it was like a reality TV show where like you didn't have to know anybody from before. Like you can literally start it fresh. You can yeah, start it's so it. Nice. It's so nice. You don't have to catch up on, you know, how many <laughs> it's seasons. It's so nice. It's so nice. <laughs> that's, that I... <laughs> the, that's how I totally described the show. It's so nice. It's so nice. I don't need to know these people. But I, I agree. I agree. Because I was telling you that you should watch a season of Married at First Sight. Yeah. And you're like, where do I start? Well, I'm like, well, you can just pick one that looks good and just hop <laughs> hop right in. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that about the show. I like that because I watched season two first and then I watched season one. Um, so I want you to rank them. Like best to worst in one, two, three. I think I, I, as a bias, I have to rate season two, number one, because it was the first one that I watched. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, um, the, the, the freshness of season one, you cannot re- remake that. Right. Yeah. You can't duplicate that whole, that whole thing, all of it. Also, are we just going to get into it? I have so many thoughts. Well, yeah. Well, 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 rank them though. So you're saying you, you're saying oh, two one three is how you. I think you I'm go. gonna go two one three. Yeah. I think I'll go three one two. I did oh, not really it. like two. Mm, interesting. Because I found I found all of them so yucky. Yeah. Yeah. This one I liked a little bit more because you did. There were some individuals that you wanted to win, even though they were partnered with full on monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that most of the couples on season two were just monsters and i didn't like how um the people like i didn't like what what's the cup the blonde woman shannon what's her name the one who the one who married the guy just because she needed someone even though she was really in love with the other with with the coke oh, i can't remember what regardless like i didn't like that we spent so much time Shana. With, like shayna shayna with Shane. like yeah will they won't they cheat on each other i'm just like this is not interesting to me shayna is so uh, I, I don't know i i like that in season three we just stuck with this core cast and yeah. we had that one man who put the fake tears in his eyeballs but mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of that everyone mm-hmm. was just like it was this group yeah i, I do think sense, i but. do think the shayna kyle stuff was like pointless last season Right. Um, especially because we had to be we had to 
um, be subjected to watch Shayna's family and get to Awful. know them. Just, I wonder. I wonder um, if they uh, voted or believed, or they be- are election deniers uh, at the midterms. They give big election denier energy. Her family. They seem like the people that like volunteer at the polls, but like wear MAGA hats and ask people for their IDs. And you're like, that's illegal. Oh, but they do it. Perfect anyway. way to describe them. Yeah. 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 And they and they show up with guns. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're like voter intimidators. That's what they are. Even though, and, and then don't vote themselves. That's right. Because mm-hmm. they don't need to. Mm-mm. It's their country. Oh. They don't have to vote. Yeah, it's theirs. It's their- um, but so the way we're going to navigate this is I just want to go couple by couple mm-hmm. um, and kind of talk about their journey, what you love, what you hated, and kind of the end game. I mean, the, the end of it. And if you agree with how their relationship unfolded. So, um, but before we get to that, first of all, I said this briefly, but one thing about the pods that didn't get any time, really didn't get much time at all on the reunion stage was that man who put the fake tears in his eyeballs. Andrew, yeah. And I did love in the reunion how they all were like, he was so hungry for television. Yeah, so turns out Andrew is some sort of like a artist. Like he is a performance artist. And he... Like he has, he has been arrested in New York city for scaling like buildings and taking pictures on the top of like construction sites. And actually the, (laughs) the photos that he takes are actually quite incredible. Like he literally goes and scale, he scales New York city buildings and he takes photos, um, like sitting on beams and stuff. And it's sitting on beans, beams, beams, he said beans, beans, (laughs) 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 <laughs> Ma. Ma. Like, mama um, mama <laughs> so Th- that reminds me of i still to this day think that wendy acepho's tagline in the season of Houses <laughs> potomac is it uh, i may have a lot of businesses but i have no time for me <laughs> <laughs> danielle schneider said on bitch sesh that she thought it was that too and i had said that previously before even listening to that like i first first glance through i really thought she said and i have no time i have no time for me <laughs> that's it because she throws it away she's like and i have no time for me <laughs> what is it even <laughs> is it mess it's i don't have time for mean oh mean <laughs> it's so hard to differentiate if she's saying me or mean yeah but it's like you do have time for mean you threw a burn part i can't get started on i can't no, 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 like no, can't, can't talk about i hate i actually think i hate her <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> So, no, but that's yeah. interesting to hear he's a performance artist. He yeah. doesn't give performance artist energy to me at all. So I think that he views all of these experiences as ways for him to like art. make art out of it. Yeah. So I don't think that he was, I mean, obviously he wasn't, he was working the pods. Like he was working the camera the whole time. He had on like a three-piece suit and he would like hold his. I think there's something really, I think the only people that are supposed to wear three-piece suits are children. <laughs> <laughs> No one looks cute unless you are under the age of seven. Agreed. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. I, I especially God. agree because I put because my boys in when, No, I love a little boy I in know, it's a so little cute. three-piece suit. It's so cute. That sounded kind of creepy, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
there's something about when you get older, when like seeing a man like corseted by a vest and a jacket. <laughs> yeah, like what I'm are you like, doing? Oh my god! Like let it go. We get it. You have money to buy a third part of this look. Yeah, for no reason at all. No, the only time th- the three pieces work is like a tux with like a cumber a cummerbund mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. I hate that word. Now that I just said it, what does that mean, cummerbund? You want to know? <laughs> You yeah, know? what does it mean? So it's actually, it's a Hindi-derived word. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, kamar means waist, and or I think it's Persian, but it's kamar means waist and bun means closure. So it catch your food? No, it means, no, not catch your food, it closes your waist. Waist as in waist. waist. <laughs> we are just I always made a joke having as a, a kid difficult time like, with words today. <laughs> the reason, we're, we're, we're giving Cole and Zana, we're like speaking fully two different <laughs> parts of the english language yeah mm-hmm. um no we as kids used to always joke because you had to put like the the folds up that it was like catches your your catches your crumber buns <laughs> relax texas okay relax texas which brings me to my next point is so i mean we've talked about it a lot in the podcast but kicks and i are from dallas mm-hmm. and this is filmed not in dallas they're filming like in Plano, Frisco, places that are like just right outside. Like these mom's hairdos. I'm like, I have seen these at the local uh, Dickie's barbecue drive through You mean like, Nancy's hairdo at the reunion? Well, what is that? What is that? I don't even know that I can call that. And it, you know, but the, I learned a lot about her by what she looks like at that reunion. And that is that she doesn't, she, she needs help. Yeah. <laughs> Because she has all, she has, she is success. She has so much on paper, right? She is a successful businesswoman. Yeah. Um, and has like, she has like two successful businesses. Yeah. Is prepared financially to like set up her family for the rest of their lives. Like she is a boss. Yeah. Who has no time for me. <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't. Yeah. She, she, I'm like, I just wish you would afford yourself some help mm-hmm. when you, um, well, one with actual help, like therapy. And then also additionally, like just hire someone to like make you look good. Cause she did that clearly herself. And she looked, she looked cuckoo. Banana. She said, she said on Instagram that she was, uh, if the gold goblet was a person, that's what was the inspiration for her. Outfit. See, And if she had a team or just a person or a gay in her life to tell her to like run that by, I think everyone would say, unfortunately, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're this, she's like this petite, stunning woman and she puts on this like netting. It just, it was, it looked like something Teresa Judice would wear. We, you said it, you said it looked like Teresa Judice in a Halloween costume of Teresa Judice. I don't think I said that. I, did I say it? I feel like we talked about it over text. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe it was high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so let's let's actually start with the I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're kind of the sleepiest couple mm-hmm. mostly because they just end up being happy and everything's fine. Um, uh, Brennan and Alex Alexa, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're very much the you can tell from the beginning. Yeah, they're the couple. They're gonna yeah. go all the way. They're gonna say yes to the altar. And I think they're the show is smart to have one that way that like kind of like grounds us you know mm-hmm. yeah i agree because every I, season has had that even the second season had it and the two crazies yeah what are their names danielle and something yeah 
Nick. They they have murder suey vibes, which <laughs> is a common theme, I think, on every single one of these <laughs> seasons. <laughs> he has some crazy things behind the eyeballs, but you could tell from the jump that... And she, too, has some crazy things behind the eyeballs oh, Danielle as well. And but, yeah, yeah, Danielle but, and But from Nick, the yeah. jump, you could tell that they were kind of like the grounding force of, of the show. Yeah. Um, but I like Brennan and Alexa much more, and um, I... I think it's fun also to see like a really positive conversations about like him converting and like, that's not a deal breaker. Like, and it's just nice to see some of that kind of unfold on camera on a reality show and it not be pointed or um, problematic or anything, you know? Yeah. And I also think, I also think like this being the third season of this show, that's supposed to be about people being attracted to each other without the physical. And this being like the first, like, and people will call her plus size, but like I, I think she's just like a tall mid-size woman. Like she's just a woman with a normal woman body. <laughs> mid-size uh, is rough because I do think of an SUV when you say <laughs> mid, the word mid-size. But, yeah, I but mean, I'm I'll a mid-size person. <laughs> I don't think. I just think she's just a. Per, she's a woman. She's just like a woman. Yeah, but she has like a normal woman's body, right? Like right, she's the right. first normal woman's bodied person that I've seen on mm-hmm. reality TV. And so for a show like this called Love Is Blind, where you're supposed to be attracted to people despite their physical appearance, like Deep D was treated like she was on My Six Hundred Pound Life last season, right? So it's like right. <laughs> so like she, yeah, I in. If they were smart, like if if this show was in like the UK, it would be literally like Uggos versus uh, hot people. Yes, because that would and be that's amazing. a show I would watch. That's the show. They, yeah, they cast stunning people. And Uggos. They yeah, <laughs> on this show they cast. They just cast stunning and stunning. They, I think it was who was it? I think I, I don't know if it was like a tweet or somebody. Somebody said, said something, but they were saying how this is a show that's supposed to be about people falling in love. Mm-hmm. for their personalities and not their physical appearance so then they cast a bunch of people who are stunning that have no personality that's exactly the, sh- the program that is somehow the- <laughs> it's succeeding but <laughs> this is the program that we're watching but yeah i like that about alexa um that like you know she's like i have a big body i'm not i have a body that's not for everybody i'm a lot of women and brennan was like yeehaw cowboy <laughs> but she yeah. made him so hot <laughs> She made him, he's, he's been yassified. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. I also kind of die for her stepmom, who's like maybe younger than me. Yeah, possibly like 20. I don't know. That was a while. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I like how. <laughs> I do think if we spent a little more time with her, we would be annoyed by her. Yes. But I think we got the right amount of time. And I think there were just more annoying people on on the show. Yeah, like I mean, she's any- a little rich girl problems that are bother. It just kind of bother me. Yeah, I mean, she, I, I for a minute in the middle, I thought maybe she wants out because she was like, "We're gonna have a prenup. I never wear the mm-hmm. same clothes again. I'm rich." Her dad's like, "Are you gonna be able to give her the lifestyle that she's used to?" I'm like, "Um, okay, I, I see what you guys are doing. You're trying to scare this cowboy into being like, yeah, I can't afford you.'" But Re- Brennan was like, "Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Like, I have what I have, and I guess if you want to be with me, that's fine. Yeah, sure, I'll send a prenup. I don't care." Like, Brennan is laying down his big dick cowboy daddy moves in the bedroom too. I, she's not going anywhere. Yeah, but she was not thrilled by his moves in the beginning remember oh i forgot about that she was like it lasted two minutes and i was like is this it and then she told him what she needed and then he responded and he course corrected and now it seems like they're fine can you imagine a man doing that 
uh, listening and respond. I mean, I, I, know I do. You're gonna have, I do. I can. I'm yes. Saying, but I... I'm just saying like <laughs> on camera, seeing some, seeing a woman talk negatively about a man's sex life and then solving the problem without the man having a full mental breakdown. Can you imagine if what's Colleen's husband's name? Matt. What's his name? Matt. Matt. If Matt cannot receive any form of constructive criticism without fully hulking on someone. I mean, no shit. We met Matt's mom. Like, of course. And met Matt's mom's hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I think about that helmet a lot. Can we talk about Matt and Colleen now? Yeah. So, Alex and Brennan, happy for you. Love you. Love you. Congrats. You are the rock of this television program. No, I don't want to go to Matt and Colleen just yet because there's another sleepier couple that I want to get through, which whom I love, but I just want to get through them. Um, And that is SK and Raven. So what a beautiful arc we've had with Raven too, because from the top I was shooting hot tears when she was doing um, jumping jacks in the pods while people were trying to tell them about (laughs) dead parents. Also, like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Raven, like Raven doing jumping jacks while Bartiste is talking, like Bartiste is like, that's so fucked up. Like, I'm trying to open up to you and you're doing jumping jacks. And I'm like, well, maybe Bartiste is because you're boring. Like, by the way, Bartiste's voice, if I close my eyes, it sounds like Jax Taylor. I feel that. Yeah. Also, Bartiste, what, Bartiste is a jumping jack, like in other people's <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's always not not present in them. So, like, you get what you deserve because you're just such a little dick. Yeah, yeah. But Raven, yeah, she she had a real – she started off, I was like, oh, this woman is just on to grow her Pilates business. That's it. She doesn't really care about this person, the sweet baby mm-hmm. angel, SK, who is just – The oh, sweetest man. So sweet, so hot, going to fucking like, Berkeley. Like, him to go on television? Yeah. He genuinely went on the show to get married, I believe. I know. It's crazy. Uh, but you know what I realized is we – and you might have, like, a little more insight on this, but, like – we as as white people from the south like view marriage as this like it's this is like long term goal like it's like, like you're courting forever and ever and ever and there's so many cultures in this world where like you get married to someone you don't know and you just mm-hmm. kind of figure it out mm-hmm. and that's life right yeah like i think and that sk i don't think it's that weird for sk to do this because he's like yeah, you just figure it out. That's life. Yeah, like that's why his mom was so supportive. She was like, mm-hmm. okay, like the only thing is that She's I don't nice know. Girl. His, yeah. I know I don't know her family, which is a requirement uh, for us. But you know, she seems like a lovely person, and if that's fine with you, like I don't think that we needed this months and years long of courtship. Like it's not something mm-hmm. that is a very Western thing. Is right, right. to go on courting somebody for we dated a really, for really ten long years time. and then got yeah. well, not ten, but you, yeah, you know, and then like, you're, you're married for three months and then you get divorced. Like that's. Right. You know, for us, it's like if the stuff, the main stuff on paper sticks, that's fine. Like, that's why I feel like SK, even though everybody found Raven, like I found Raven to be very boring. And I was like, I don't know what her personality is, whatever. Like, I think for SK, he cared about the fact that like she was ambitious. She seemed like she had a career. She seemed like a person Mm -hmm. who was very independent. Like, those are the things that I think like drew him to her. And, you know, it worked out. Look at them. And then she blossomed. Like, I feel like they went to that happy hour. And she was like, oh, all these people are so fucked up. I think I have a normal person. I nailed this. Yeah. Yeah, I nailed this. He's so nice. And then she was like, let's go. And they went slow, which 
other people would have gotten upset by, but I thought it was really smart that they like didn't have sex until after the wedding. And then, even though they said, I don't, but yeah. like, um, and I thought they just, I thought they, they all kind of hacked the show, honestly. And him, yeah. him saying no to her, like, I think she was crying because she was like, it sucks that that's how this is going to be played out on television. But I think she knew deep down that like they literally would continue to be in a relationship. Well, I think like, yeah, I think the fact that his mom came to the room afterwards and like consoled her. Yeah. And she is a gem. I love her. Oh my God. So cute. Such a sweet lady. Sweet, Beautiful. Like just it's yeah. The moment when she like comes to, I'm getting fucking goosebumps right now. When she comes to the room <laughs> and like not all that, puts but... the turban on her. Yes, that was beautiful. That was so sweet. So I feel like I feel like that was that's why I was like, okay, they're gonna be just fine. And Raven's TikTok presence is hilarious. Hilarious. She's always just talking about how she's like has like a, a rich man now. <laughs> she talks about how she's got a rich, sexy ass man and the Bartise is a fucking loser. Oh my god! I mean, you really learned everything you needed to know about Bartise when you met his ugly ass friends. <laughs> Incels. Incels of the human race. <laughs> yeah, like they, <laughs> like just the fact that he had been like, yeah, you like took my friend a picture of Nancy, and then they were like, "What are you serious?" And I was like, "These guys." <laughs> I'm like y'all. Yeah, but here's my theory about Bartiste. I think Bartiste looked like them before, but he was just like taller and got a, mm-hmm. on a fitness journey. And then he was like, oh, I can get chicks. But those guys are still his friends because I don't think he has much of a personality. Like Bartiste doesn't have a personality. No, he has no personality. And he has no like original thoughts. None. That was one of the more, sh- that was, so let's, let's hop over to Bartiste and Nancy and, you know, I applaud Nancy for bringing up the conversation about abortion on camera. That was genius. Yeah, brilliant. Like, it's important. That's something you do talk to your your um your future spouse about. You want to make sure you're all kind of like on the same page about things because you're choosing forever with someone. You got to know that like they're in the same headspace as you. And sometimes things don't come up until later. Yeah. Like there's sometimes you're like, wait, what? Yeah, and. Um, this is being filmed in Texas and mm-hmm. at the time it's probably being filmed, which is like two years ago. There's a lot of shit going on, right? Like Roe was, I mean, now it's gone. Um, but this, all this stuff was coming up and it was a big deal for women. So especially mm-hmm. in Texas. So I, and I mean, there's no surprise to me that somebody like Nancy's mother has a daughter who is like, I believe I should have autonomy on my body. Like, and I think this mm-hmm. is an important conversation. Like, so yeah, I just thought it was great, but fuck Bartiz. Well, what what's interesting about it too, is like, she wasn't even just saying like, she was saying like, I think it's important to be able to make a choice. Like she wasn't just saying like, are you pro choice or pro life? Yeah. <laughs> like she was, she was saying it to him. Like she was affording him the opportunity to really listen to, her point of view on it and also understand why that's the correct point of view to have. Yes. Um, and he, I don't think has ever actually had a conversation about it before. He has no idea about the female anatomy. If you ask no. Bartiste, where do women pee you, from? I, you keep saying Bartiste and I love it. Cause I just want to call him barista, but it is just Bart Bartiste. Isn't it Bartiste? It looks, no, it's Bartiste. It looks wrong. I had to look it up. No, it's Bartiste. 
No, I think it's B A R T I S E. No. Yes. Maybe Nancy says it wrong. <laughs> I'm 99% positive. I recorded three. This is a fourth episode of a podcast that I'm recording about Love is Blind. I have called this man Bartiste the whole time. It's Bartiste. You're it's right. okay. He deserves he deserves worse than that, honestly. So Yeah, okay. Anyway, Bartiste. But the part that really fucking irked me mm-hmm. is at the reunion mm-hmm. they are talking about so what happens with the two of them she says yes which is deeply troubling to me because she needs to have so much more self-worth because right. she is smart successful beautiful she does not need to be dating she almost was just married to a full-on sociopath that's right like she said yes to it mm-hmm. and it would not have ended well mm-hmm. it would have been really really bad and he's a child. It just, I can't believe she said yes. There's layers upon layers about why this is all bad. But then he says no. And then it's revealed during the reunion that like the next day he was like with another girl. Of course he was. Of course. And also like, who cares at this point, honestly, like you're not with you. you y'all are done. Like you were only, you only dated for a month, but um, if we're going to really talk about it in those terms, but um. He says, and they asked him on the reunion, they were like, did you have sex with that girl the next day? And he was like, I don't feel comfortable talking about my sex life here. Mm-hmm. To which I want to say, well, okay, you don't like when people are inserting themselves into what you do with your body. Mm-hmm. But you felt extremely, co- you and your awful family felt extremely Weird comfortable. Weird-ass sister. Weird ass sister who doesn't want to see you fucking anyone but her <laughs> will watch, will have an opinion about everyone else's body. And it's, that's the part that really irks me about the conversation about pro life or pro choice is that, especially Southern people who are so cagey about their sex and all this, it's like you're so judgmental mm-hmm. about other people's lives when if anyone judged you for a second, you would be so offended. And yeah, feel so deeply offended that someone asks you about what you do in your bedroom. Yeah, but you are inserting yourself into other people's bedrooms. It's like, go home, go away. And there's no way Bartice is not deeply homophobic as well. It all falls under the same umbrella of mm-hmm. having no sort of appreciation, understanding for like what people want to do with their bodies. Yeah, of course. I mean, there is a reason why like eighty percent of eighty eight percent of evangelicals voted for Herschel Walker, right? Who is paid for and sent thank you cards for his abortions so like right. I, I there you know nobody is a bigger hypocrite than <laughs> than pro-lifers because yeah, when it comes it, there's to there's no grounds of argument like yeah they don't it doesn't their argument makes no sense yeah exactly bartice bartisa uh wants to have an opinion about everybody else's bodies but doesn't want anybody talking about his own and the lack of awareness of himself is just it's very telling and uh, shocking but also i think like i think a lot of his like i think i don't know what it was but nancy pointed out she was like well see this is you this is your age like this is where you don't understand how wrong Mm -hmm. it is right like even him checking out raven and having that conversation with raven and all this stuff i think that's where he points she points out like at the reunion i think she said something like where the guys once the reveal happened you're not supposed to have those same kind of conversations with these girls that you were talking to before. And I think Mm -hmm. that these guys never stopped doing that. And I think they felt like they could be comfortable with somebody like Cole with Colleen or 
um, Bartice with Raven. And it was like, it's, it's clearly inappropriate. And that's where Nancy said, like, that's where your age is showing. Like you don't understand how you're supposed to function as a grown ass adult because you're not a fucking grown, which I, I say that and I don't say it because he is a fucking grown ass adult. He's old enough to know better. Um, it's not though. I really don't think, I don't think men think, are grown until they're like 30. I know. I know you got two boys, but I'm just letting you know. I there know. Is, there, you think, you think that we're good and then, and then the, the age 27 hits. I mean, listen, I, <laughs> I married my husband, me and my husband got married. He was 27. I was 25. We talk about it all the time about how we were way too young to get married because I don't think that you understand jack shit at that age which is why i think also this show should only cast people in their 30s because nobody in their 20s like colleen fine but like cole and bartice are not going in there trying to get wives okay these men were not looking to become somebody's husband so yeah bartice is yeah i agree that he's they also act well they also act like they've been around the block and yeah. They had to resort to this. I'm like, you're 25 living in Dallas. You can figure it out. Yes, exactly. I agree. Um, but where, yeah. do you, where do you think would be a good place for like the next season? Because part of me wants to keep it in the South because these people are so unhinged and willing to just do whatever. But I kind of would die for a New York season. I would love a New York, New Jersey season. I think it would mm-hmm. be a, a New Jersey. New Jersey's better than New York. New Jersey's say, better yeah. because I feel like in New York City, I don't know how much people really want to get married. But like in Jersey, mm-hmm. like there's still that like feeling of like people want to get married and settle down and live like a suburban life. And I feel like like fucking like, I don't know, like just trying to well, like. You it, know who go on the show in a heartbeat is, I mean, if she wasn't married was Teresa Judice. <laughs> Could you imagine that like, you're in a pod and hey, hey, it's me, Teresa. I, uh, <laughs> Hi. Do you? Uh, I just like, you like love, love, do? love. I love love and red wine. <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Could you imagine Dolor- Dolores on the other side of? <laughs> no, oh, I actually can't. <laughs> she would have no patience what about Dorinda? for anybody. Dorinda being like. We'll get uh, th- th- three <laughs> bottles of wine, a, a roast chicken. We'll watch uh, Ghost Hunters. <laughs> My favorite line of all time from Riazzo's of New York. It's, it's such a if throwaway a, for most If you were a people. stripper and you came to my house and say, what the fuck is going on in that one? <laughs> no, no, not that one. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But um, I think that would be amazing. Um. But yeah, I I think the the Nancy Raven or sorry the Nancy Bartise thing was especially troubling at the wedding when she said yes, he says no, and she's like so fucking rude to her own family. I was like, let your brother fuck this man up. Let your Please. brother fuck this man up. I want to see that little coke can of a human take on <laughs> Bartise, and he would take him on in one hit. His mother, he would literally would. flick Bartise, <laughs> and he would turn into you know, like in in Space Jam when like they go back to alien form. <laughs> like I, <laughs> that's I do. what happened to Bartise. I am he literally is like a an alien who became large for like a couple for for this television program, and will go back to his puny awful nerd form in one moment on tiktok bartice uh shared a video of him getting a haircut with his barber and his barber is a white man (laughs) (laughs) 
Raise is, your hand if you're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about his hair. I'm just being like, he would do that. Like, he just is. I mean, his hair. No, I am saying something about his hair. The hair is bad. Well, I, I don't feel that I have the. I don't know. I don't know what good or bad hair is necessarily. And that's a tough subject. But I think that he should maybe think, rethink about going to a different barber, probably. No, overall, I just, you know, to wrap up Nancy and Bartiz, I just fully, I'm just very saddened by Nancy saying yes at all because it just shows me that she doesn't have much self worth and she deserves all the self worth because she's successful, she's beautiful. She deserves it all. She does. Absolutely. So that's my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bop over to, um, you know, Matt and Colleen. Someone so, check up on Colleen. Someone. We need like a daily check-in on Colleen. Yeah. Because I think, I honestly think the show itself, they thought that this was like the sleepy couple. Because they don't really like have much going on outside of like his drunken rages. Mm-hmm. Like I think on paper you think they're like the boring ones that will end up together and blah, 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 blah. I think he's the darkest of all of them. Darkest of all. Okay. First of all, he's got a beard on his face to cover up most of his face because I don't think that these, I don't think he has a jawline. Um, no, so that's okay. Some people need to do things like that. I'm happy someone told him that. Fine. But he microbladed his eyebrows their <laughs> those eyes are too close together and I mean, he's he, he can't fix that no he's 27 years old oh my god she's no no i can't no, fix this. this aiden can help you out please close the door thank you um, he microbladed his eyebrows his eyes are too close together and he's 27 years old he marries his high school sweetheart that he's with at the age of 14 he's with this woman for 10 years and then he goes on this show and according to his friends he's to date matt he's never really been with another woman and now this woman that he's been with for six weeks he is going to marry and he has absolutely no like no he's the most insecure person in the world Mm -hmm. he has all this energy and anger and rage against colleen who (laughs) is a sweet lamb (laughs) Probably she really is harmless and just, so nice. Just wanted to come on the show, maybe to get some TikTok followers. Okay, ends yeah, up getting so people roped. can watch her do some twirls yeah. in a ballet studio in Las Colinas. Yeah, like got roped into marrying this absolute lunatic. Is clearly trapped. Is trying to do what she can by, for example, not moving in with him. And Weird. and um, yeah, like she's such a people pleaser because even at the wedding, her sister was like, "Listen." whatever decision you make, just make sure that it's based on your feelings. And Colleen goes, do you think mom's going to get mad? Like she very much, like even the very first fight she has with Matt, she says like, so what I get it, like, whatever, I'm a people pleaser. Fine. I get it. Like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just deal with it. Like she is, I think unable, and this is the truth for a lot of women in their early twenties. Cause she's 24 years old. I think that you often overlook a lot of bullshit from men. And this is why I think like Colleen and Cole may have been a better relationship because she's like happy go lucky and she's happy to go with whatever it is that you're doing. And like the fact that Matt gets to have these absolute drunken like outrages and like the second one he had in his apartment, when they show the apartment he's packing up, there's a broken drawer in the back. Like this man is an absolute psychopath. 
Yeah, like there's a broken drawer in the back. Like he is, he is, and and the resolution of those arguments is never like him taking ownership really like the second fight they had with this whole thing of her going out to the club apparently it happened because he was too drunk to remember that she told him where she was fucking going right and like and well and then in the reunion we find out i think something that this is my issue with nick and vanessa hosting is they're not very good at like diving into they they don't get and pull things out of people no and that whole thing about um the club that they supposedly went to, the guys did. Yes. And the way Matt was like, no, I just went home and I, I, I don't know anything about that. Yes. I've never seen you, someone lie so but poorly on television. Yes. I'm like, you absolutely went to a strip club and sucked on some titties. Yes, exactly. You did it. You, have it t- you got titties written all over your face. Did you see the way Matt was sitting at the reunion? Like he had his body turned in a way where Colleen could only look at the women. Mm-hmm. She it's couldn't controlling fuck. He was holding her the whole time in a way where she literally couldn't turn her body to look at the men. It was terrible. He's so scary. So scary. This I is... worry there's gonna be like a dateline. Yes, I'm telling you, this is gonna be the first time Netflix has like a a reality TV show that turns into a Netflix documentary. Like that's mm-hmm. this is where this is heading. It's terrifying. That'd be a fun shift in genre, but I don't wish that on her. No, I do not want that kind of reality television. No. I'm not a, no, I'm no, not no. a, not a, um, like a murder, uh, you know, a murder mystery. What is it called? Like, I, I don't do like true, true crime? crime. Yeah, I don't. You do. don't? No, it. I, mm, I have issues with it. We can take it offline. Glor- <laughs> glorifying people's uh, brutal deaths. Yeah, is like, that I don't know. I just like, like I don't love it. Um, but yeah, but Matt, I like it because yeah. I like to I like to see bad people. I like to see that bad people have done bad things and now are n- n- away or have been yes, recognized. And but, also, but sometimes I'm like I well, of course don't like the the glorification of bad people. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's a lot of dummies on the internet that are you know loving it, these people loving it. So. Well, I mean, there's a lot of dummies watching Love Is Blind that thinks Matt is their boy. Oh my god, do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. Straight people eat this show up. This is not just a show for the girls and the gays. I know. All the, the straights people... are watching this too. Well, yeah, I mean This is our Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Venn diagram? Are you serious? No, no, no. Or I said no, no, no. I know that... what a Venn diagram oh. is. I said what is what is in the Venn diagram? Love is blind. No, yeah, it's a straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like straights, gays, girls. Oh, oh, oh. I think it's I think it's um gays and girls uh-huh. and then straight men. And then yeah. we share love is blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. actually the girls are in a different one because they have the they have bachelor with some of the straights. <laughs> but w- the gays don't really bachelor because it's not that gay. This is a yeah, I want to see this whole um Maybe Love is Blind is uniting this country. No. Did you see that Lizzo watches it? I mean, like celebrities are watching. I this. know, I know, but just, I watched her TikToks about this. I'm like, yeah. I, if I was Colleen, I would be like, what the hell? Yeah, but I <laughs> Lizzo knows about my relationship. I know, but I would say that it is uniting the country. But there's a lot of people that are just, you know, very angry about women. I, like I feel like women are often more scrutinized on these television shows than men are. Well, great transition. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. 
last but certainly not least, we have Cole and uh, Zanab. And Cole, you know, in the end, their issue is they just truly, it's a huge mismatch. They both wanted to be on reality television, so they said yes to each other. And I do think they found some sort of affection for each other. And I think he did learn a lot from her. And that's why, I think that's maybe why he loves her is like, he felt like he learned things because of being with her and not just like the regular degular Colleen Mm -hmm. at the local bar. Mm -hmm. But um, in the end, he still wasn't listening to her. Yeah. Like I think Cole (laughs) wants to be with a person like Zanab so that he can say like, Oh, I have depth because I'm with like this older woman who is like seeing the world and is like Mm -hmm. multicultural and biracial and like all these things. Like I think that he seems like the kind of guy that would like, love that but he's Mm -hmm. not actually deep enough to be with somebody like that like even in their wedding his vows were like we pray (laughs) love isn't blind love is blind like like they were just so basic like there was nothing deep there like even the shit that she said to him before she said no to him and then berated him in front of everyone <laughs> yeah but but before she says that like i think she says all the things where she's like you're full of adventure you're funny like she has great things to say about this man and he can mm-hmm. barely string together four thoughts about her right right and that like ultimately yes i think they were a mismatch but i think also i think cole wants to be with like i said he wants to be with somebody with a lot of depth because i think it makes him feel like he is a deep person but you're not a deep person just because you are with somebody who has a lot of depth you actually have to understand them and i don't think that with zenob there was any chance of him even understanding her because i think he viewed it more as like oh she's the one with all the depth that i get to be the goofy silly guy and it's like right depth is a two-way street mama do you think do you find her to be deep though because i don't know that i necessarily think that well, I think she has a lot more going on than she he do- does. She does. Definitely yeah. does. Yeah. I just, I think that's my issue with them also is that I don't find her to be necessarily like awesome either in her own ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know that I, I really don't, I didn't think it was necessary to drag him like she did. Oh, I like, thought it was. I just didn't understand why, I guess we're like he deserves that. Yeah. That's not, not what I mean. I just don't understand why why then. Like you said all these other nice things and then you berated him. Like I kind of wish because she had just a- gotten up there and surprised the vows with <laughs> she opened up her vows and she was like, Cole, <laughs> you're such a fucking cunt. You have the ugliest shoes ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. well, I, that would have been, that would have been a yes. And then she just walks off. Love it. But here for it. Because I, I just think, because I don't think that the world is that black and white. I just don't think that that's, I just don't think that's the way like human emotions have to work. I don't think that she hated him, but she was disrespected by this man 12 hours before this or 24 hours before this wedding. Right. He calls her by consistent. Well, yeah, and just consistently too. Yeah, he calls her bipolar, and then appara- disgusting, disgusting. And then on top of that, this is all happening. <laughs> this is all happening because she didn't laugh at him about him shooting Nerf guns at her because she was like cooking, <laughs> right? Like she seemed. Here's the thing: she admitted it on the reunion where she was like, "I've never shared a space with a person. I'm very particular mm-hmm. about what I like." But I think that this this is something that can happen, right? Where like you're in your 30s and you've been single for so long that you don't know how to be with another person and you're very particular about what you need 
I think the thing is that he kind of made a joke. Like if every time you're, if you're like, I'm a very uh, type A person. I like Mm -hmm. things a certain way, but if every single time a quality I think is good, which is like, I'm organized, that is called like nagging or like, ugh, like, you know, like made fun of by your partner. Mm -hmm you would turn into like, you would get pretty resentful and angry too, or you would shut down. Like, I think if you compare Zainab from the first night they get on vacation to after they have sex and how she like totally shuts down, there was like a whole, I feel like, I feel like that's where the first fuck up happened. Where like, she seems like the kind of person, because she said on the show, she was like, I'm a very sexual person. And I feel like I'm waking up the next day and he's kind of just like, it was good. Like he's not cuddling with me. He's not showing me affection. And I think she seems like a person who like knows what she's doing in bed. And he probably seems like somebody who doesn't. Absolutely. Has no clue. And she seems like the kind of person that like, you know, that if she was to be like, Hey Cole, I think it would be great if you didn't do that or you did this differently he would be the kind of person that would get so fucking offended He'd be like oh why can't you just like enjoy it? like you're making it so awkward for me i hate it like he got annoyed with her like seasoning chicken so i can't imagine how receptive he would be to her being like hey like i would really like it if you did blah 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 you know what i mean right and what was frustrating about zainab was that she i guess like i'm very empathetic to her because she is half Pakistani. And so I understand a lot of her insecurities because she's half Mm -hmm. white and half Pakistani. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is a woman who's like never been white enough and never been Pakistani enough and has a lot of insecurities. And then she's compared to white women all the time. And then her partner is comparing her to this like gorgeous white woman. So she has a lot of insecurities that also drove her to continue to shut down. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of her feeling disrespected was amplified because he wasn't maybe trying to be blatantly disrespectful, but he was disrespectful. And then when she tries to explain that, he continues to gaslight her and tell her, like, it's not a big deal. And I think that that's a really big issue that a lot of women in color, women of color, but especially women in their 30s have to deal with, which is that I know who I am, but you're telling me that what I am is wrong. And you're telling me to, like, lighten up. And like, that's the shit that I understood about Zena being annoyed with Cole and her, what she said at the, on the altar, I think it's true that she liked him, but she's right. I'm not the person for you. The person that you want to be with is probably a really sweet, wonderful person, but that's not me. And the way Mm -hmm. you've made me feel is that you've lowered my self-esteem. You've lowered my worth. Like you make me feel like I'm not good enough for you. Right, but my point, my only point about her using that as the time to say it that's confusing to me is like she lived with this man and had the opportunity to say to him like you, you have down, you have, you have lowered my worth. Like that is something that you could say, yeah, and that's like, my issue. I think with the show in general, I know, but I think my issue with the show in general is that they don't afford them the opportunity to leave. Yes, I agree. Like, yeah. like if she had the opportunity to leave, she should she would have probably said that and then gotten out before the wedding. Yeah. Day, right. Yeah. So that's the show's problem that it happens then, and it makes her good TV. I just, I just didn't under, I just, 
I lost energy with them because I felt like they just weren't, they were speaking two completely different languages and it was, it was hard to just watch them. He was like shooting Nerf guns at her while she was like talking about like, just like the complete opposite things. And then he would start like being upset and then she would like go off to another place. And I'm like, yeah, what is, I and I think a lot of it honestly was the show and they couldn't talk about that. Like, I think when we get this, that raw footage of them in the apartment, they're so awkward on camera. So awkward. They don't know how to exist with the cameraman there. No, it's very, very strange. But even at the reunion, when she's like saying all these things, he starts crying and being like, if things were so bad, then why were you with me? Right. Which I get, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it, that's the thing that that's where that's like his immaturity showing, I think, because mm-hmm. she what she was trying to say was, you had all these issues, but I still tried to make it work. And the last straw was the way that you treated me. And like literally two days a day before the wedding, she says it. She's like, when I walked out in the apartment, that is, that was it. That was it for me. Right. I think the thing is like, she was probably thinking at that point, I could make a television show here, which I'm like, good for you. You did that. Mm -hmm. But like, she was trying to explain to him that like I tried and you're not trying to understand that I tried to be with you despite the fact that you were so disrespectful to me. And instead all he hears is you were disrespectful to me and you're a terrible person. I hate that type of like men like to victimize themselves when they're, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're, when a woman tries to explain how they feel, it's like, my feelings are hurt. And immediately a man's response is like, oh, well, I guess I must be like the most terrible person in the world. And it's like, this is totally not what she's saying, you know? So anyway, the biggest I, issue was, again, this is a baby boy going on a TV show. This man has apparently been married once before for 30 seconds. We never hear about it. Wait, Cole was? He was married. He said on the in the pods that he m- oh. met somebody and got married very quickly. And he was married for three fucking months. We never hear about it. He's, yeah, you know, he's interesting to me in a lot of ways. Like, there's a lot of weird, I, I, I can't get a read on a lot of who he is because I think he puts this like weird, I'm a kid energy on. Yeah. That's so, like, when he ran at her when they're first meeting each other, I was like, if some man ran at me like that, I'd be like, I'd run what? the other way. <laughs> you look like you're chasing me. Yeah, I'd be terrified. <laughs> be like, ah. He like crouched down. And he's like, say, <laughs> like, what is happening? No, he's <laughs> he's just terrible. I, I he's don't bad. Like and him. then, and once again, I want to just clarify. I'm I'm not team him. I just don't think that like they just should have ever done this at all because it just there was no. It was hard to just watch them navigate conversations about the the smallest of things on camera. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he the part of him not having well the dark another dark part of their relationship and this it comes with dallas texas is that in the end they both love god and yeah. that is what bonded them and i'm like y'all that's not a, that is not a bond no. that's maybe a reason you like go and get lunch with someone after church because you both love god <laughs> but you're not marrying someone because he's a godly person yeah that's like the idea of being attracted to a, a spouse because like they pray with you. There needs to be a couple more things. Yeah. We got to add some layers onto that. Like that, that was really troublesome to me. And he remind he, he disturbs me because he reminds me of so many 
guys I grew up with who were like full on bullies and assholes. Yeah. But were like, but then would go to like youth group and be like nice for like the moment they had to pray. Exactly. And so that's the thing that I, I think that also Alexa was trying to say at the reunion, because I knew that Cole was a fuckhead when Mm -hmm. I saw how much like Raven and Nancy and Alexa and Brennan were supporting her. Mm -hmm. Um, Because for Brennan to be like clocking Cole for how he kept speaking and for Alexa to be as passionately anti Cole as she was, I was like, oh, this guy has done other shit before. And she says that she's like, oh, you act like you make, you know, on camera, you come off like a really nice guy, but we know who you are. Like, yeah, and he's crying like the sa- the white savior who like, oh my god, gets put in a corner because he said something. Yeah, it's it's is- like the guy on Big Brother like this past season. I don't know if you and you don't watch Big Brother, but I've I, I think to a you might have heard about <laughs> what happened. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. just like sobbing. He's like, I've never been this person before, and it's like, well, unfortunately, you like were. <laughs> this is you. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, the world is happy to give so much sympathy and understanding to a man who sheds one single tear, you know? So like, it's like now if you go online, like the, the discourse is pretty toxic where everybody's like, Zenob is a manipulator and a liar and she's so toxic and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's really not like, why? Because they're like, she's lying about Cole trying to kiss another woman. I'm like, no, I don't think she is. What is she going to gain from this? Yeah. That's my thing about when people lie, like, quote unquote, lie. It's like she's not going to make that up for nothing, you know? Yeah. And I could tell also by like Cole and Bartice the way they were like, did you guys go out afterwards? We're after the cameras went down the way they lie. Like, I'm I mean, they're not. And Meanwhile, SK and Brendan were like looking <laughs> like eyeing each other down. Like, SK and Brendan were looking at each other like assholes are getting away with this. Should we say something or yes. no? No, not worth it. Yeah. Like SK kind of just looked at Raven and I feel like Raven was probably like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I yeah. think he was like, I could really debunk this, but I don't know that I have the energy. Yeah. For it. But the way Bartiz and Cole lie, like, yeah, my kids are only eight and five, but I feel like they lie pretty much exactly the same way. Like, I'm sure. So obvious. Yeah. Yeah. They just, he's gotten away with a lot because he's like on paper attractive. I get, I get, I don't, I don't really know. He rolled in the reunion all. with a neck beard. So like, no. Yeah. He, and then him not flushing the toilet before he left to go on a television program. Like, why are we and proudly telling that story? Yeah. Like we're talking about, oh, she's nags a lot because she asked me to be clean and clean up, but we're supposed to just like LOL about the gnats in his toilet. What is this? Yeah, I mean, na- I think nagging is a word we just in general should just call call it quits on because it's yeah. generally always pointed in either a t- to a woman or to a person of color. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like just because someone who's different than you is telling you something that they think they could help. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're nagging. Yeah. Yeah. Let's retire that word. I think it's just, I think it's a wrap. I mm-hmm. never use that word. And yeah, like, I hate it. When you hear like these like 25 year old white men say it, you're like, God, it, you really are saying so much in that, huh? Yeah. Um. One more thought I have about the reunion that I just thought was really funny. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> what did Nancy, Nancy do? Nancy's talking about like the Raven thing, right? And <laughs> the jumping jacks? 
Oh, him looking at Raven? He, him talking about oh, Raven. Oh, duh, duh. He was talking about Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nancy and the, the whole conversation is happening about like Nancy and Raven and Bartiz and all this stuff. And Nancy's like, yeah, like I didn't know, like when I watched it, I didn't know that you called her a smoke, a smoke program. how is she how is she so successful yet has this gaping hole in her brain for like (laughs) common sense (laughs) smoke program (laughs) and to think that smoke program to her was offensive or like intrusive on their relationship and that's not the first time she said smoke program (laughs) she said that before she's like He's smoke program. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we. Wait, I have a question for you. I don't want. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I have a question for you. If you met a guy and he was Mm -hmm. just super cute, you know, you weren't in your loving relationship, just perfect guy, perfect, perfect, perfect in every single way, just wonderful. Mm -hmm. And you were like, wow, this guy is amazing. But then the next time you met him, he showed up with a cross earring, a dangly cross earring. Would you call it quits on that relationship? Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I don't I can't even see myself being with someone who has a cross anywhere near their face or body. A dangly cross earring. <laughs> like, what are you, boy George? Like, wait, no, George Michael. Wait, so, so another part of the well, one we didn't because Nora and I recorded a little bit of this on her podcast as well we didn't really give any energy to the whole cuties reveal at the the at the end of the reunion uh-huh. but essentially we're revealed to this moment where um cole says to uh zana that you know she shouldn't eat the the clementines because she'll be full for dinner and it it, it was weird to watch because like one like we said before, they're not good on camera, the no, two of them. No, no. Was it exactly what we th- you thought it was going to be when you heard about it? No. No. But does that mean it's not traumatizing to her? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, it yeah. hurts her feelings. Yeah. Like, and we have to listen to that. Yeah. So I almost wish they wouldn't have showed it because I think that it lessened the blow of, like, her actually being hurt by that. And she should be allowed to be hurt by that because she's dealing with you know, stuff on camera. I mean, food stuff on camera. And I think the more haunting part of it was when he, he was like, you haven't eaten today. And she was like, I wish you only knew like yes. what I'm actually doing. And he's like, I'm not like, listening at all. That's the dark part of this. Yeah. And he's like, not listening at all. He's still making jokes. Like she's right. like, yeah, something like she's obviously really, really sad about whatever is going on. And he is not responding at all in a way mm. that you would. And, and the thing is, again, these people have only known each other at this point for five weeks. Right. So right. the fact that he doesn't know how to respond to this woman who's like been struggling or like not eating, or he doesn't notice that his, his partner is night. My husband notices when I haven't eaten number one, cause I'm very cranky. Um, but number two, because he cares about me and he's like, you gotta get food in your, you gotta get food in your body, baby. Like it's not, you know, but like, the fact that he hadn't noticed that she had obviously been sad enough where she wasn't eating, like mm-hmm. as a person who has done that kind of disordered eating in my life, when I do that, the people around me notice, right? The people mm-hmm. who care notice, they can tell when you're sad enough that, but whereas I, I don't think that they were ever got really close enough for that to be picked up from Cole. 
But like I mentioned mm-hmm. on my podcast, the more offensive part of that whole scene was that when he thinks Pakistan in the, is in the Middle East and he's telling her that we should go to your people. He's like, we got to go to your people. <laughs> he's like, let's go have a ceremony go with your, your people. people. And I was like, the fuck is that? And she's like, they're in England. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's family is in England. Because by the way, oh my, my mom God. is British. Like, what's British? Like, I just, you just could tell by her face that she was just like, this white man again is trying. It's not understanding anything fucking, about me. It's a mess. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. I kind of don't think they should have included that whole thing. It wasn't worth it. No, all it actually did was make people think that she's a liar. And it just like, it, like it didn't help in any way. I don't know what Netflix was trying to do with that. Like, guys. No. Anyway, yeah, no, no, no. no. Um, lastly, we got a comment on one other couple, and that is Nick and Vanessa. <laughs> I think no one is talking about something that happened that is so jarring. I can't believe he talked about being on reality television. He famously doesn't talk about Jessica at all. Yeah, he did. And he, and he kind of talked about it in a way to be like when you're with somebody that you don't want to be with. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's enough he's time He's famous passed. for doing interviews and getting mad at people when they bring up like newlyweds or Jessica in general. He just wanted to give you the real tea, real tea. Realty, 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 realty. <laughs> I mean, if you're straight and you're listening to this, please, I beg of you. I beg of you. <laughs> and honestly, if you're gay and you're listening to this, anyone, I think it's time we let that go. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we should be spilling any tea anymore because in the end, like we were misusing that in a way that it's a phrase that was not meant for us. And for us. like, uh, like what white people do all the time is we just steal things. <laughs> Yeah, you stole it, and it's just—it's so cringe. When I hear white people say "spill the tea, spill the tea" in such a like colloquial way, <laughs> it makes me actually want to like crawl out my apartment window. <laughs> Drop the tea, the sis. Idea, all the tea, all the tea, sis. See, hearing Nick Lachey say "real tea, real tea, real tea," <laughs> it's haunted me since I watched it. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking about it. I know, I know, enough. And I can't handle Vanessa. She needs to like get it together. She is not good at hosting. I'm sorry. She's a viewer. <laughs> She's a viewer. She's a fan. She is. But I don't know. Something about it still I, makes me I don't me like laugh. it. They, <laughs> we need someone up there who will actually get to the questions. I cannot believe we did not speak more than like one minute on the whole abortion thing. The abortion thing comes up and then somehow it goes to Colleen, who's trapped in her the embrace of her psychotic husband. She's barely mm-hmm. able to move her mouth. She's like, I just think that it's such a sensitive topic that it just there's a lot of views and you, we could be people with different views. I was like, Colleen, I'm not listening to anything you're saying because all I'm thinking about is the fact that we need to get you away from this man. Yeah. Blink twice, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, thank you, Nora. This was great. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, tell everyone where they can uh, listen to you, follow you, all that stuff. Yes, you can listen to me on The Reality Is Pod. Um, I'm currently watching all kinds of stuff, but I also am watching non-reality TV shows. We're watching The Crown and recapping that. So check us out there where everywhere podcasts are found. And you can follow me on Instagram at The Reality Is Pod. I would tell you to follow you on follow me on Twitter, but honestly, I don't know if Twitter will be a website be, by the time no, this yeah, episode. It won't be. 
Yeah, what are we going to do about that? Because I do like sharing my thoughts and then posting them on Instagram. So I think I just have to start making my own twi- tweets through Instagram stories. Oh, God, fine. It sounds like a lot of work, though. <laughs> so much sure you got to save it. I just it, got and then so tired thinking about it. that. Um, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram and the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. And um, have a fabulous rest of your week. Uh, say bye to the listeners, Nora. Bye. Bye. Bye.